Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Kid Coach Conversations podcast. If you've listened to a few of our episodes before, you'll know that each week we ask children a thought-provoking question that builds a certain skill, like communication or creativity or critical thinking. So what we wanted to do for you is to create some special episodes that go deep on one of these all-important 21st century skills. We'll play for you what different children have said And the Kid Coach team will also chime in with some of their thoughts along the way. In these podcasts, you'll be hearing from three different children we've had coaching sessions with in the past, and we will be highlighting the key points of development that they are showing. So, let's get started with... Debating. Is it ever a good thing to be at war? I'm gonna go with yes. There's only one thing people think when war. Dying, killing, and it's very bad. It is bad. I have to agree. But what's the war about? Oh, somebody wants to take more land over. We have to fight back for our own country to help us. If there are no wars, these countries could just take over without anyone fighting for their country. If I could convince the world that war should never be done, maybe we'd never have to defend ourselves. There's always going to be a war. Maybe you might just start a war if you say, oh, we can, let's all be friends. They may get angry because they don't want to be friends with their worst enemies. And maybe you might have started a war instead of saying, we don't want any war. So you're saying that trying to always be friends and just being weak might make people go to war with us more? Maybe England might have a worse enemy with another country. They might say, let's be friends, but they've had some background which is quite offensive and that England hasn't been nice or a country hasn't been nice to England. They may want to rebel against them and defeat their army. What Arjen's doing here is a core fundamental of debating. He is stopping to acknowledge and understand the opposing point. He takes the time to understand the arguments made against his side, and then goes on to explain his ideas with conviction. Understanding why there is a reason to debate and where the disagreements lie can better help you understand why your beliefs are correct, and turn what could be a simple shouting match of opinions into a true debate. Next up, we have Andrea talking about if you could replace teachers with robots. Can we replace teachers with computers? Can we replace teachers? No. Firstly, it would take a long time for students to actually adapt to robots. Like, some kids are really good at doing that, but other kids, it takes quite a bit of time for them. I don't think most kids would like that. Secondly, teachers are real things. Like, they're living humans actually teaching you knowledgeable stuff. And they're not made by some scientist guy in a lab creating computers. No, they're actually thing. They're actually people who are very smart and have come to teach children about specific things. My, my point is that kids adapt. Humans adapt amazingly quickly. Children even quicker than others. So I, I think I think people could totally get used to being taught by a robot. A lot of kids, they didn't have the time to adapt. Like it was already, okay, COVID hit, we're doing online school and then no one knew how to do it. They still don't know how to use Zoom because they weren't actually taught. No matter how developed the robot is, no matter how lifelike it is, it's never going to be like a real teacher. Nothing's going to come from their brain. And I don't think anyone wants someone mm-hmm. like their lifeless things that they need an algorithm to actually work and... I don't think most schools would be able to afford it unless it's given by the government for free, which I don't think would probably be 
happening because they're expensive. Andrea is doing very well in her point here, and is using similar occurrences in life to back up her point. It's not too far a step to relate Zoom teaching to robot teaching, and having experienced Zoom lessons and seen her classmates struggle, she argues by using real-world examples as a point of reference. Relating your points to real examples and having those in your pocket while trying to prove your point is a really useful tool, and having a reference to draw on can validate your point as it grounds it within reality. Lastly, Amaya talks about if we should care what people really think of us. Should we care what other people think about us? Lots of people would say no, you shouldn't care at all, and I I agree with that as well. But let's say I was completely rubbish at something, and I was going around to everyone saying, "I'm so great, look at me, I'm so good at this," and someone told me, "Actually, you're not so good, you're quite bad." If I just ignored that, I would carry on being boastful and everything, and just ignoring what that person said to me. If it's stuff about how you look, what you wear, where you live, what you have, I think you should ignore it. They're probably just jealous. So sorry, if someone older than you, like let's say for me, my parents or my teachers said something, um, feedback, or even if it even wasn't that nice, mm. I would still care about it. Let's say this is totally random, but if one of my teachers say your hair is so messy, you look so bad, not that they would, but if they said that, and、um, I think because it's coming from a teacher, I would really care for it. So、um, you should also be careful because some people would just listen to you, whether it's good or not. Amaya does a great job here of fully exploring the ideas put in front of her. She quickly and concisely debates both sides of the argument, which helps us see exactly where she stands on the matter. You can see why she doesn't fall on either side of the question strongly, and yet it's able to explain exactly where on the spectrum of right and wrong she lands. We didn't need one side or another answer from her. Instead, we had the perfect answer that she chose to give because it's what she believes. The kids in these three examples were able to argue their points effectively in different ways: being able to acknowledge and understand your position, using examples to back up your point, and stating your thoughts clearly on the topic are all key skills when having a debate. They showed a willingness to listen to the points that they were given, and were able to give their reasoning without being thrown off their points, even when an adult was telling them differently. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or ten minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment, during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids, and so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach App to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you, parents, in developing this through conversation at home. So, thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Kevin. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. 
If you can give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.